definitely not the starters. You're on the End of the Bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. Hey, what's happening? Happy Tuesday. Good morning and welcome on to the end of the bench on 100.7 The Score, 107thescore.com, and the 100.7 The Score mobile app. Brought to you as always by Happy State Bank. Alongside David Collier, I'm Choice Woodman, Lucas White across the way. Throwing it back to 2020, 2019? No, no, it was, it was post. 21. Yeah, 21. That's it right. Was, it, it was, was post-COVID. Uh, COVID, yeah. COVID, because we were back in the studio. That is true. <laughs> yeah. Throwing it back to 21. I uh, Welcome back. I know, it feels weird. <laughs> Had 16 days away from this show. And, uh, you know, what What do they call it when you uh, go back to the X for just like a fling? Come on, you, you're I, young. Yeah. You know these things. I'm young, yeah. And it, and it happened so many times for me. So, yeah. It, it, with regularity. Obviously. I, so, uh, you know, you revisit your X for like the one one night fling. That's me. That's me today. So, I'm I'm here in for Hacks. Don't worry. Hacks will be back uh, tomorrow from. Houston. But. If after uh, after two and a half weeks, if uh, we had to have odds on who would uh, come back to the show to replace somebody, I think everybody probably would have gone with Collier would have been replaced, not Hacks. No, but it's just for a day, no, just for a day, no. yeah. just one day. Hacks will will get back. No replacing. Uh, we'll get into a lot of things. Got the the normal staples, of course. Uh, tears of twelve today, which I'm very curious to see Collier's tears of twelve. Uh, because this Big 12 is kind of difficult to yeah, figure out right now. It's a wash. I mean, you, I, I, what we should do is go back to our first one, <laughs> Yes, compare the two, compare and then just with, laugh at how dumb we are. Oh, my gosh. It is, uh, it's pretty crazy to see eight teams in the top 25s that was released yesterday out of the Big 12. The next closest conference has four. I think the ace – no, who was it? No, the Pac-12 has one right now. Yeah. It's, it's the Big 10, who's supposed to be a good basketball conference, has three. So it is uh, pretty wild to look at eight different teams coming out of the Big 12 right now in the top 25. I think I'm going to snake a question from the uh, morning drive, but just to add a little bit to it because it seemed okay. like it was an easy answer. So I'll save that along the lines of okay. the eight ranked teams. Snaking it. Huh? I'm going to steal it. Just straight up steal it. A little snakey. I think it was Chuck's, but I'm just going to add to it. It's all right. We we steal material all the time. All the, oh, good to know. Well, you I kinda, learned it from Rob. So. I was about to say, you stole all the cool stuff from the – into the bench and took it to your show. So, That's right. Yeah. Cool stuff being the dad joke. We might steal it back for a day. We'll see. Oh, boy. Maybe. People are going to stick around for that. I don't know. Oh, obviously. I mean, that's what. I didn't see it in the rundown. Oh, dang. I might just pop it on you. Like, or you don't even. Like the pop quiz is scheduled for later today? <laughs> pop quiz scheduled. Hexing <laughs> us a little rundown, <laughs> uh, you know, to help me out. You know, know what you guys are doing over here and from 9 to noon and. And uh, on it, he put pop quiz for David at 10 a.m. <laughs> like, that's not very pop quizzy, but, uh, you know, we may, we may not. We'll see. I don't know. You got to think about it for an hour. Yeah. You just don't Fran- know what it's going to be about. Frantically during the commercial breaks, just cramming oh. for stuff. I don't even know what's coming up. Yeah, you, never you have know. no idea. I'm not even going to give you the uh, opportunity to know what's what's coming your way. Uh, we'll get into lots of coaching stuff as uh, some interesting moves over the weekend in college, of course, uh, and then what's going to happen in the NFL? 
there are coaching odds put out this morning on the Eagles' next coach. <laughs> like, can you imagine? Sirianni wins a title. Was that two years ago? Yeah, a couple. And, and two he years was... ago with the Eagles, and well, I mean, he is one of the biggest punks around. So. Yeah. Well, and it doesn't help. I I can't remember the stat that they put up at the end of the game, but it was the Eagles ranking in like five different stats. And if they weren't 31st, they were 32nd in all of them. And one and six to finish the season, counting last night's playoff loss to a Buccaneers team that, I mean, yeah, they're not great. Well, they made them look great. They made them look great. They, I mean, Baker looked pretty good last night. Well, and as Jamie Lent said earlier, when you're on the field the entire time and you don't have a running game, that's the maybe the more depressing thing if you're an Eagles fan, which I know we don't have many around here, is the Bucks can't run the football. So yeah. they relied basically 95% of the time on Baker Mayfield completing passes. And the funny thing is, is he had to deal with a lot of drops in that game and still yeah. avoided throwing picks. There, We're watching highlights right now. There were a couple of really bad passes on his part, but for the most part, he looked pretty good. And that should be concerning if you're the Eagles defensive coordinator. He's kind of fallen off. That's Matt Patricia. He's fallen off oh, yeah. uh, a cliff since his uh, Bill Belichick days, like most assistants. So. I mean, Bill Belichick's fallen off since his Bill Belichick days. And <laughs> he is uh, he's uh, he's on a lot of lists right now to be next head coach. We'll, we'll go through some of those Vegas odds uh, a little bit later. Uh, NF, uh, NFL, pardon me, uh, obviously has the divisional round set after the games yesterday, so we'll hit you with some of that in the, in the headlines in, uh, in a little bit. Um, so back to basketball, top 25. My question for you is, does Texas Tech finish in the top 25 this season? Because you were actually in the top 25 last year to begin the year. Obviously, you didn't start there this year. You've kind of earned your way into it uh, this time around. We've seen Tech in the top 25 in and out quite a few, quite a bit over the last few years. But there hasn't been a ton of years where you've finished in the top 25. Um, I think in the last, what, seven seasons you've finished there three times? Does Tech finish in the top 25 this year? <laughs> I think a lot of it depends on, and I know this is kind of a cop-out, but this weekend, this week rather, mm -hmm. is going to be a huge factor in that just for the, I mean, Texas Tech's sitting at 25 right now. Yeah. They go and lose at Houston, which, let's be honest, everybody's expecting that expected. to happen. Sure. And if for some reason, which I don't see this happening because I haven't been impressed with BYU at all, but if they lose to BYU, then you got that uphill battle of I know that I, I I understand the rest of the schedule. The next two games are against ranked teams, but you you've proven yourself. You've gotten into the top twenty five, but just there. I mean, you're just in. So if for some reason they went zero and two this week, then they've got that uphill battle to try to get back in and prove that they belong in the NC or in the uh, top twenty five. But if you win those two games. You know, you're going to move up, what, five spots, something sure. like that? You've got a little uh, a buffer if you win, there. If you won against Houston, I think you're going to move up maybe even more than five. Well, yeah. may, maybe, but Houston might start to plummet because that would be three Very straight true. losses for them. Very true. But so, still a top five team as of right now. Um, it's, yeah, uh, and, and what the, the top 25, the optics, all good, important, I guess, to an extent, but the net ranking, 
is where you gain some ground this week. Um, and you're going to gain ground yeah. just by playing the games this week. Because well, they lost. They lost. Uh, was it net ranking? No, I was looking at Ken Palm. Sorry, Ken Palm. They went down five spots over the weekend, which I thought was. Well, so Tech sits at 37 in the net ranking yeah. right now. Um, Houston, despite two losses in a row, the number one, one team, team. Yeah. in the net ranking. So that's going to help. BYU, number five. Wow. You play one and five this week. You're going to go up regardless of the yep. results. But you have a chance with a win this week to to jump up a lot. Yeah. If you win in Houston, that's going to, I mean, big time vault the Red Raiders because the road win, road quad one win would be uh, pretty massive. So big games, obviously, this week, but it is nice to see the Red Raiders with a little recognition in the poll. We'll get to that. Uh, several other headlines coming up in just a moment with what you need to know. It is the end of the bench till noon today on 100.7 The Score. Definitely not the starters. You're on the end of the bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. Thanks for joining us on a Tuesday. It is the end of the bench on 100.7 The Score and 107thescore.com. Choice and Collier with you this morning. Time for a few headlines Get those in hand. Uh, Texas Tech basketball in the top 25, both top 25s, coaches poll and Associated Press poll as uh, one of eight teams in the top 25 uh, out of the Big 12 Conference. Kansas comes in at number three. Uh, Houston at five after two losses last week. Baylor nine TCU nineteen. Yeah. Oh, I missed skipped it. Oklahoma. I skipped one. It's okay. Well, I promise you that was not on. No, purpose. you're fine. I was scrolling. You're quite all right. <laughs> I'm surprised they're still fifteen. Uh, oh, you did lose two games last week too. They are fifteen. TCU uh, nineteen. Iowa State twenty fourth, and the uh, Red Raiders come in at twenty fifth. SEC has four teams in. That's the next closest. And then uh, Big East, Big Ten, and ACC combine for eight teams in there as well. So it is uh, a lot of love for the Big 12 right now. Do you think other people in the country, other people from other conferences, are as annoyed by Big 12 basketball <laughs> as regular people are by SEC football? Like always here in the SEC. and the, I mean... Because I can be completely annoyed by SEC football and the love for it, and but completely acknowledge uh, that it's the best league and that it deserves most of the hype that it gets. Do you think other people approach Big 12 basketball the same way? Um, Maybe not yet. The only reason I say that as I pull it up, uh how many national titles? Let's just give it the last five years. How many national titles has the Big 12 won? Two. Two, yeah. Kansas and Baylor? Yeah. Yeah. So well, I think maybe if there was a little more success in the national title game, I would say yes, but... I think there's a lot more competition in basketball for a national title. Oh, what, what, yes, I agree with you 100%. And a much easier path for an SEC team to get to a national title than... Agreed. ...than anybody in the, to get a basketball title. But, yeah, I, I get your point. I, I do. But it seems like regular season love is still there, pretty equal for the two. To uh, I can't. I 
conferences. Yeah, and I'm sure there are groups like the ACC. I'm sure that I'm sure they that crew hates it with Big passion. Big Ten probably hates the Big Twelve too because they think they're the best conference. And I, I would guess that there's some. Which is funny because there. I think the the Big Twelve has kind of taken some of the Big Ten model, a very physical, you know, yeah. tough defensive conference, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, well. Just too bad. Get better, right? Yeah, I was just curious. I'm, yeah. I'm wondering, like, if we asked someone in, in Iowa this morning outside of Ames. Ames, yeah. Yeah, or asked someone in, in Michigan how they felt or in, in Durham. Uh, West Lafayette. West Lafayette. There yeah. you go. Yeah. Pop quiz time. How Can you name every <laughs> <laughs> All of those? Yeah. All, all the Big Ten uh, cities. There you go. Ooh. I, I think I could – Get close. I don't I know. I could probably do. gave you the toughest one. No, I would have got that okay. one. Uh, Illinois is the one I always. No, there's Champagne, right? Champagne. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm... yeah I, I think, think it would I... be a lot easier than you think. I think I could handle the Big Ten. Now, if you went uh, Maction on me, I'd probably, yeah, probably struggle a little bit. Um, so Texas Tech back in action tomorrow night. They will play the number five team in the land, uh, in the University of Houston. Our coverage begins at seven. Tip off at eight. You can find that game on Double T. 97-3. Um, NFL divisional round is set for the uh, next round of the postseason after the games were completed yesterday. Uh, divisional round will have Houston and Baltimore kicking things off at 3.30 on Saturday from Baltimore. Green Bay and San Francisco Saturday night. Then on Sunday at 2, Tampa Bay plays Detroit in Detroit and then Kansas City at Buffalo on Sunday night. Pretty good set of games. I'm I'm intrigued for sure. What's the biggest or the game you're most intrigued by? No, it's Kansas City Buffalo because yeah. it's in Buffalo and yeah. you know, they've been complaining that it hasn't been there and now it's gonna be in their house and we get to see if they uh put up or shut up, right? Because Yeah. Mahomes has owned Allen in the postseason and now they get it on the other field. So just it'll be interesting to see if Buffalo's defense uh I, I looked it up yesterday. I think Kansas City Pat has thrown six touchdowns in the last seven games. Is that right? Yeah. That's nuts. Six touchdowns in the last seven games passing. Now, they've scored a couple of rushing touchdowns in there, but there's been sure. a lot of Harrison Butker over oh, yeah. the last uh, month Months. of the season, and is that going to get it done against Buffalo? I don't know. It might if it's cold enough. Yeah. It might. Um, yeah, the Green Bay-San Francisco thing I'm interested in, was it just a was it a hot team in Green Bay? Whoa. I mean, can they, you know, stay alive? I'm, I'm very curious. Have you recovered from that, by the way? Because just as as a reminder here, if you look at this bracket right now, it's complete chalk except for one game. One, two, three, four in the in the AFC. I'll recover when we get our news at 10:45 this morning that uh, Mike McCarthy's gonna has gotten gotten canned. Gotten canned. You were you were frustrated. Somebody yesterday was frustrated that something hadn't happened yet, and I'm. I was a little. I can only I can only guess it was because they there was maybe a, a hey let's get through the games today, and it can be Black Tuesday since we have two maybe games today. So. Maybe so. Do you think he gets fired today? I think he should be fired. I guess it depends on like Bill Belichick. I don't know if that's a fit. Yeah, but I guess you have they, to they probably him, right? have. I'm guessing they probably would have their guy in pocket before they fire him. Jerry Jones probably is 95% sure that he's hiring another coach, whether that's Harbaugh, which I don't think would happen, no, uh, or Belichick, 
or even Dan Quinn, which I'm not <laughs> hard to argue for him at this point. I was about to say I was I was on the points. keep Dan Quinn around bandwagon, and then I jumped completely off of Woo. that. Probably about uh, two touchdowns in over the weekend. So yeah, I I think he should be fired. I can't tell you who they should replace him with because Belichick seems like the the worst fit in all of sports. Two guys that absolutely want to run everything. I mean, I don't. It seems like it would be Bill Parcells all over again. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. And maybe even stronger. Yes. Right? Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I, I think I still expect a firing unless we get past like noon today and there's nothing. Then it, then I'll go on. It'll tip over to the other side where I don't expect it. Ever. You know, Ron Rivera is looking for a job. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, good, for, good for him. He can, he can keep looking. <laughs> And keep on looking. Special assistant to the head coach for the Chicago Bears. That's where go. he needs to be. There you go. Uh, Spurs lost to the Hawks yesterday, 109-99. to Houston fell to the 76ers, 124-115. to Mavs beat the Pelicans, 125-120. to Stars play the Kings tonight in the NHL. As the puck drops at 7 from Dallas. And high school hoops for you. Uh, lots of action going on. Friendship will have a doubleheader for you on Double T 97.3. Starting at 6 o'clock against... The Odessa High Bronchos, and then uh, Lovett Cooper taking on the Abilene Cooper Cougars tonight in a doubleheader starting at 6 here on 100.7 to score. Who's going to be on the call for those friendship games tonight? I think I'll probably get them. We'll see, yeah, go we'll go see cool. if I make my way. Shoot as long as it's not Clint. Then. Well, we won't let Clint do that. Okay. Uh, Clint. Well, I think Clint's okay as long as it's not a playoff game. Playoff. Yeah, that's true. When it's a playoff game, he likes to end friendships. Yeah, he likes to end he's not kids' uh, high school careers. That's what Clint That's right. is. I mean, he's, high school career killer. I'm shocked he wasn't calling the, the softball game then and your daughters, but we didn't we didn't let him over there. We appreciate that. I mean, it's just it was tough enough. Yeah, pretty tough. If you would have looked up and seen Clint's ugly mug Ugh. with it, not sure you wouldn't have been able to keep from punching him. All right, it's a little high up there. I can't reach that high. Uh, let's see a few from the chat line. Did choice come back to spin the tiny wheel? I hope he doesn't have to spin it again, but he does. Thank you, Bob Barker. Um, I'm having Reaper seed hallucination flat flashbacks with these two. That's from Shelly. RIP banjo, Bob. That was a mean pepper. Golly. That was, that was one of the toughest stuff. Uh, yeah. I was proud that I found that picture so fast. How did you find that? Scroll through my phone. Look at my eyes. <laughs> oh, it's it's rough, man. I feel like I'm dying all over again. Um, you, you look like uh, that woman on or uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger on Total Recall whenever he. Oh yeah. He starts. <gasps> uh-huh. His eyes are bugging out. Yeah. Little Arnie. You know what? If you're gonna call me Arnold Schwarzenegger, I could be compared to worse. So I'll take it. Terminator. Yeah. Kindergarten cop. Kindergarten cop. All yeah. works. Keep the thoughts coming in on the AIDS Flooring Center chat line. We'll have tiers of 12 in about 20 minutes. You can get yours in. You tell us how the uh, Big 12 looks in your eyes right now. Uh, We'll get back to some more of your thoughts next. It is the end of the bench on 100.7 The Score. Playing time is not required. This is the end of the bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. Glad to be part of your Tuesday. You're hanging out with the end of the bench on 100.7 The Score and 107thescore.com. Choice Woodman, David Collier, yours from the First United Bank Studio. Lucas White, 
back behind the glass taking care of us. We'll get back to some tech hoops, some uh, coaches talk in hour number two. But uh, right now, we got to get down to business. Tucson 12! Max still with us in spirit. He'll be back tomorrow. All right. Uh, you got all your I think 14 so. teams compiled. Have you gotten pretty good at No, I'm horrible at going this. by memory on the teams? No, no. I had to type it out this time because I think uh, even when we were doing it last week, I just couldn't remember Kansas State. Well, I mean, like, even when typing it out, like, I can't, I always leave someone off. I've done that for the history of the Big 12. It's always just like, who? Last night when I was working on this, I wrote it out on a piece of paper, and then I would mark off off what I put there because I was like, (laughs) who who am I missing here? Cincinnati, UC, I don't even know. It's it's great. It's more of a. Can't wait till we have 16 next year. I know, right? It's a mess. Okay, so how do you usually do this? Because I'm trying to be more efficient with uh, knocking these out. Do you go bo- uh, bottom to top or top usually to bottom? bottom to top? But I mean, again, I don't know how things have changed in the long few weeks since. Hex just out. lets me go and okay. doesn't. He's like, I'm just gonna let him flounder and we'll, well see. I guarantee see where you. He gets. I know Hex pretty well. I guarantee you, when Hex is letting you go, he's listening to absolutely nothing you're, you're saying, saying, and he's putting his together, <laughs> together at, at, that at that very moment. moment. Yes, that's exactly what he's doing. So. All right, so I'll work from the bottom and the way up. Okay. <clears throat> All right, we start with Oklahoma State. I mean, it, it, it's been a rough start, and I think it's going to get yeah. uh, even rougher. They have Kansas, Kansas State, and TCU in their next three games, so they're okay. probably still going to be looking for a win in a couple of weeks. So we'll follow that up with West Virginia. Mountaineers able to steal a win from Texas, which means Texas probably isn't as good as we thought, right? There's the team I forgot. <clears throat> West <Thank> Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <clears throat> West Virginia's been my bottom bottom feeder the entire time. They moved up a spot because OSU is so awful. Um, number 12, we'll go with UCF. They can, we'll probably live off of that one win over Kansas all season long. Probably. Cincinnati at 11. Um, let's see. Cincinnati honestly should have beaten Texas. Longhorns got lucky there. I'll go 10 BYU, which is probably a lot lower than most people will have them. Still don't believe them, but uh, okay. if you look at it, they have one win against UCF. And next three games for them, Iowa State, Texas Tech, Houston. It gets real. It gets real for them real quick, and they've already lost to Baylor and Cincinnati. Number nine, I'm going to go with the Longhorns. And they're obviously a fringe tournament team, them and BYU. Then we go to the teams I think will make the tournament at eight, Kansas State, seven, Oklahoma. Sooners have a a little bit easier, at least looks easier schedule over the next Mm -hmm. three with uh, Texas at home to finish up a three-game stretch there. Iowa State at six, even though Oklahoma beat them, I think the Cyclones' wins are they're at least one of their wins is better. They've got a win against Houston. At number five, I'm going to go with the Red Raiders. Do it. I've got five for the Red Raiders, and I double-checked. I think I had the Red Raiders at eight in the first tiers of 12, so they're slowly working their way up. Okay. And I think part of that is probably just, you know, I think I'll know a lot more in this next stretch for them. Four, I'm going with Houston, even with those back-to-back losses. Uh, I think they've got a chance to get good, get right over the next three games with UCF and BYU after the Red Raiders. Number three, 
The TCU Don't do Frogs. that. T- look at it. Look at it. Though. I see it. I've got them very close. To that, Sh- should so. have beaten Kansas. Should be three and zero in the Big Twelve. Should have gotten that win. Yeah, they should have. If it wasn't in Lawrence, they probably do get the win. Number probably. two, I'll go with Baylor, and number one, the Kansas Jayhawks, as always. Kansas travels with a whistle too. It's not. It's not like I it. know, but it was. But yes, I know. It was. You know, a very light call. Um. Okay, so mine is quite a similar list to yours. I think there's none that are just way far apart. Uh, at 14, my bottom tier is the bottom feeders. These have no chance of making the tournament. That's OSU and West Virginia. Yeah. 14, 13. Those, you could go ahead and make their vacation plans for, for March. Uh, and then the next tier, I think one of these four teams gets in the tournament. So one of four, you pick. UCF. At 12, Texas at 11, K-State 10, and Cincy 9. I think those one of those four teams finds their way in. Then we go to, these are tournament teams with an outside chance of, of winning the Big 12. Outside chance, not giving them a big chance. But uh, that's at 8, BYU, 7, did I have a, yeah, 8, BYU, 7, OU, 6, Iowa State, 5, Tech, and the only reason I put Tech ahead of Iowa State, right now I was flip-flopping between those two, but the 3-0 and record gave me yes. Tech ahead of OSU or Iowa State right now, though Iowa State has the better win. TCU 4, so I had them one off of you. None. I was about to say, that's not much of a difference there. But that... I think you're probably right, but well, I, mean, I, give, I give TCU the benefit of probably, I know probably coulda, woulda, shoulda, but they should be 3-0. and They played well should enough be. to be 3-0 and in the conference. Yeah. So that's the grouping that could win the title, but I don't expect to. And then the actual title contenders, three Baylor, two Houston, one Kansas. Those are the three teams I think still could win the Big 12. I just wanted to make you mad with TCU up there. That's all right. That's well. probably more of a Jamie Lent thing to make him mad about Yeah, it, but. He, he hates TCU more than me. I, I don't like him. Jamie Dixon's face and hair bother me yeah jamie dixon's hair really bothers me i mean what are we 30s mobster we did a well exactly we um we did a word association yesterday and i which i absolutely failed at um (laughs) but when you said oh it's just horrible my my vocabulary is lacking (laughs) when it comes to explaining teams but for tcu i said gangster (laughs) because that's the first thing that popped in my head because he looks like you said he looks like a mobster that's exactly, yeah. With his hair. He looks like a flat top from the Dick Tracy movie oh, with Warren man. Beatty. That's kind of that kind of just. Speaking of movies, I still haven't found Flash Gordon where I can watch Dear, it for Didn't I have it? Yeah, didn't you I did. Give it you to never, you? No, you never gave it to okay. me. Okay. You said you would, and then I think we didn't do a show together soon after that. Were you so. on the show where they uh, Jamie suggested Reign of Fire, and have you watched that yet? Okay. Clint went and watched I it. I know. He sent me his. Uh, on uh, Friday night. Yep. I was calling a game on Friday night um, when Clint was watching this. Yes, I was on the show. No, I have not watched it yet because you have to pay for it. I am very much in the camp of I pay for enough streaming services nowadays. I have a DVD player. So if someone hands me a DVD to watch, heck, if there was still a Hastings around, I'd go rent it that Mm -hmm. way. But out of principle, I... You're not gonna pay. I don't. Yeah. I don't rent movies really, or yeah, I'll go to the movies too. I'll go to the theater, 
but yeah, I'm not going to rent a movie for four bucks when I'm paying four bucks a month or five bucks a month for a streaming service. And just wait till it pops on one of those. I, I heard the show and I haven't, I haven't looked through our ridiculous library of movies that we never watch that are yeah. still at our house, but I'm pretty sure Rain of Fire. If is you in have there. it, I will. I will. Uh, I'll check it out. I'll rent it from you. If I'm, if I'm, yeah, I'll it'll probably be over the weekend. I'll have to go look through <laughs> oh, that's it. But fun. Uh, we have a lot of movies too. That there's still some in the package. Yes. Yes. We, we still. To. I wish I could figure out a way for somebody that would just uh, take them from me. Take them for from a me. price. Uh, I'm not. Yeah. Oh, no. We'll make an offer. <laughs> we have we're way hoarders. too many. We've, we've admitted to the, the hoardingness yeah. at this point. So, y'all. Uh, I can chime in on your tiers of 12 if you would like. And someone, I'll, someone says, did, did he smoke it? Oh, Bullfighter said, did he smoke the, the pepper? The pepper, oh. yes. Did you smoke the pepper, I no. guess, because your eyes and everything in the glazed-over <laughs> look in that in that picture. It's, and your response was, it smoked him? He handled the bull better? That's not true. <laughs> I did not handle the bull better. The pepper, I mean, I, I don't know if I've... I wasn't hallucinating, but it did make me like say words that weren't real words. Like I was, I couldn't talk. It like n- took over my tongue. Speaking of which, since you're back on the end of the bench, the only right thing to do over the next two hours is to make good on the remainder of your punishments. Is that right? That you have not finished, except for the driving to post. I know that wasn't ever a punishment for me. I don't think it's a punishment either. Either no, I mean it shout w- out to all my post friends. <laughs> I will go to post later this week. No, not this week. Next week, I'll just go right through it though. Y'all keep chiming in. Gates Flooring Center chat line. Uh, a couple of Cowboys thoughts, coaching changes, all sorts of stuff to get into. Is Vlad Vladimir Guerrero the next George Foreman? What? I'll explain that. Okay. It's the end of the bench on 100.7 The Score. Playing time is not required. This is the end of the bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. Rolling on to hour number three. You're hanging with the end of the bench on 100.7 The Score, 107thescore.com, the 100.7 The Score mobile app. Brought to you as always by Happy State Bank. Now yours on television, Fox 34 News now, of course, on the YouTube channel. As normal, he's David Collier. I'm Choice Woodman. Not as normal. I'm in for hacks. He'll be back tomorrow. Got Lucas White across the way taking care of us. Keep hitting us up. Thoughts, comments, questions, allegations, accusations, hopes, dreams. We are uh, 45 minutes out from Ask the Benchwarmers, so you got any questions there, you are more than welcome to bring those in on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Get to some of that coming up towards the end of the program. Um, I mentioned coaching changes. I want to get into some college stuff from the weekend because I don't think it's been talked about a lot and big impact. Before you go to that, do you know who Brent Brennan is? That sounds like some made-up name from Saturday Night Live. Right, yeah, Brent, Brent Brennan. Uh, well, Brent Brennan apparently is a cousin of the late Colt Brennan, Hawaii oh. quarterback. But uh, the reason he's making news right now is he's the new Arizona football coach. Okay, because that exact exactly where I was going to yeah, go. Yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't, I I didn't know if you that. knew that, so I was going to break the news for you before you asked us who we should hire. No, I at mean, Arizona, but I went with it. I wasn't really going to get into it. I mean, I knew it was. It's a big deal. 
because, well, it's a name I haven't heard of. Yeah, right. And I mean, he's, was San Jose State's head football coach for the last seven years. Okay, maybe six years. Uh, Thirty-four and forty-eight overall. Used to be at Oregon State. Was that actually a GA at one point at Arizona? But uh, so thirty-four and thirty overall for th- seven years. Thirty-four and forty-eight. Sorry, my listening skills are bad. Um, he had a one and eleven season. First two seasons ended in three at a three and twenty-two record. That's back, not great. No, back to back seven win seasons, and then he uh, hits the lottery and gets to go to the Big Twelve Conference. So my point that I was going to bring up was this: this domino effect, and and someone brought this up. It's, it was brought up last week. Hey, does the Big Twelve have any coaches leave? Because, and I didn't think there would really be a natural spot for anybody to leave. Um, at the time, I didn't think. DeBoer was going to be the one to go to Alabama. I knew it'd be a possibility, but I thought Norvell, I thought Sark, I thought those were more likely options. Mm-hmm. But all of them say no or just didn't fit in the interview or whatever, and DeBoer ends up going. So then Jed Fish leaps from Arizona to Washington. To me, Arizona under Jed Fish was the scariest team of yeah. the new teams coming in based off of their trajectory. They had a they have a freshman quarterback, um, that is pretty dadgum good. Freshman receiver too. That's pretty pretty mm-hmm. good. That duo is is going to be stout if they stay. I was about to say they might be gone because they need a quarterback there in yeah in Seattle in Washington right now. So this is a and, and then the part that was so interesting about the Arizona one was the hiring of the new the new coach, because Arizona can't just go money whip people. Because remember, about a year ago, I might be off on my timeline, but it feels like about a year ago this time, last year, Arizona comes out and talks about their enormous financial problems mm-hmm. that they're going through. So you can't do that as a athletics department or university, Talk have the open problems about your athletics or your finances, and then go spend a ton of money on a football coach, right? Because it does. It looks like they did not do that here. Well, and and that I was about to say, somebody asked that exact question on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Why, with that record, is he the guy that they go with? And that might be your answer. They, they don't do have cheap. the money. And yeah. Jed Fish, even at least according to sources, before he took the Washington job, one of the reasons was Arizona wasn't willing to renegotiate his deal. Pay him, yeah. They can't pay him. So that's a. What a terrible spot to be in, especially for a program that's been as low as Arizona has been in recent years. Finally find a good coach and some success, and then you cannot pay him. You can't keep him around. You can't even try to keep him from going to Washington. And you're going to a new conference where you want to put your best foot forward. And like you mentioned, I've said this a couple times since being back on the radio, we have our bold prediction board in Mm -hmm. the sports office, and I had Arizona – against Utah in my Big 12 football championship game next year. <laughs> I, I told Hacks yesterday, it's much bolder now. Yeah, are you it's allowed, ridiculous. To, are no, you allowed no. to erase that no, one? No, because... you leave it up there. It's, trust me, I've got I've had much worse things up no, there. I, I have a Nate Rombach uh, post up there that uh, we will not <laughs> speak of. <laughs> you know, I, I honestly, man, this one, this is a big deal. 
because I I said a couple of weeks ago Arizona was is the team that scares me the most of the really of most teams next year newcomers or not Arizona is one of the scariest in the Big Twelve when Jed Fish was there yeah because one part of the transfer portal that a lot of people don't know the rule of I I just learned this recently is that when a coach leaves it opens the transfer portal for a team for thirty days yep. So Nick Saban in Alabama, they've got a 30-day window where those players can hop in the transfer portal for free. And they've uh, already lost Isaiah Bond to the University of Texas. Yes. Uh, same thing now for Arizona. Those players, including their star quarterback and receiver, who were fantastic this year. I'm so bad at his name. Is it Fafita? Fafita, I believe. Fafita? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, I'll learn it next year. July. That's his name. Yeah. July. July. Six months from now, it will be Fafita. Something like that. <laughs> He'll be in Seattle in six months from now. So, I mean, that's a huge deal. Um, now, do we see any other turnover? Any uh, that, I don't know what the, the rest looks like um, because I thought, you know, by this part, point, Jim Harbaugh might be gone, but maybe he's still, you know, negotiating which team he's going to in the NFL. Yeah, we've only so. seen that. The one thing I do like that the NFL is doing now that – the teams are keeping a tracker on people they've interviewed, like the Chargers. Yes. A couple of days ago, we have officially completed our interview process with Jim Harbaugh. Right. Yesterday, it was the Atlanta Falcons. We have officially completed our interview nice with Bill Belichick. I love the the transparency in the, in the NFL, and I hope that is something that makes its way to college football. I know for a fact there's a lot of coaches in the in college football that wants to have injury reports like they have in the NFL. Yeah. Coaches in college football want that so they don't have to answer questions on Monday over and over about, is this guy going to be available? Then it points to, hey, we'll tell you. We've got our questionables. We'll this tell guy you three hours before kickoff. We'll give you an updated email every single day yeah. of who participated in practice. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that that would be great for all parties involved. Some more transparency in college football. But, yeah, um, so if Michigan, if there's another wrinkle in the the coaching search part, if Michigan loses Harbaugh, is there any trickle down effect at all to the Big Twelve? Will we find that someone else leave, and then a Big Twelve coach goes somewhere else to cover that up. It, it's not done. The coaching st- carousel is fun. Still can't believe Leipold hasn't left all of the places he could have gone. Absolutely, Michigan. Come on, Michigan. Yeah, let's He's go. Guy. Last chance. Do it. Kansas does not deserve to have success in football. They can cheat and get their success in basketball. It's a basketball you school. You don't need it all. Go to the Big Ten. Get out of the Big 12. Fair enough. Playing time is not required. This is the End of the Bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. It is time for Ask the Bench Warmers. Bring your questions in now. Quite a few questions in on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Uh, so if you want yours read, get it in quickly, please. Also tweet us at 107thescore. Dial us up on the Visual Edge IT hotline, 806-771-0973. I'm Choice Woodman. He is David Collier. Don't worry, Hacks will be back tomorrow, y'all. Uh, we got Lucas White across the way taking care of us. Questions for any and all of us are welcome. We'll start with this one. Uh, hey, guys, what do you think? How do y'all think that Tech will fare in the next four basketball games? I gotta pull it up, even though. So I know the two that said it on television yesterday. I, you, I know remember. you got four ranked teams in the next. Yes, four. you do. 
So it goes Houston, home for BYU, home for Oklahoma, and at TCU. I think uh, I think you want to finish two and two at, at worst there since you got two home games. and I think you missed it. It's at OU. Oh, three, it is at three OU. Out of four. Yeah, so, that's yeah. my bad. That's my bad. Yeah. No, you're good. So, but I just want to make sure three out of four on the road. If you yeah, so if that's the case, two and two, two and two would be great. I am, I'm accepting two and two immediately. Didn't someone someone asked y'all if y'all would roll the dice on one and one? I don't know if that was yesterday or yeah. earlier in the week. What I think it was one this week. Yeah, oh. if you roll the dice on one and one this week, earlier in the week. Yeah, that was yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. Monday. Yeah, Monday. Um, would you roll the dice on one and one? Or are you trying to? I think I would accept one and one this week. No, I think he said roll the dice. To, to, I would take one and one. Yeah, is I what I would. One. He would roll the dice, and he thinks he you can go two and zero oh this week. I, I would love two and zero, oh, but I think I would roll the dice and accept the one and one. Get to four and one in league play, and then try to go one and one next week. Yeah. Well, yeah, one, well, the good good thing about next week is you can only go one and zero oh or zero oh and one because next week you only have one game. Thanks, bud. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot. Hey, that's okay. I said well, it you have that at home, open date. so at least I, yeah, they have an open date next week. So. Yeah, I, I forgot about that. Yeah, uh, you go two and two in that stretch. I would love it. I think I would actually predict two and two still. I think, I think the way you've played so far, and I look, Grant McCaslin is one of those coaches. I'm just looking at his history here at Texas Tech. It's very small sample size, but his history, he's got it figured out away from home, he, and. When you're a play, coaching at smaller schools, you have a lot more games away from home. But last year at North Texas, Grant McCaslin's team went ten and three in true road games. Now, I get that's not Big Twelve road yeah, games, but still. But you, he, I mean, Joey McGuire reached out to Grant McCaslin to, for help in road games. He, he asked him what they do, and again, I I don't know if they'll go one and one next week or in those next two. But you got three out of four on the road. I I think my expectation is to at least go two and two. Look, going to Lloyd Noble isn't isn't like a hornet's nest or anything not, like that. No. I know you got to deal with the officiating and whatnot, but uh, that's any place. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's not people have to deal with it here too. Benchy's favorite tiny wheel punishment: pepper, wiener straw, pink patent leather boots, mustard ice cream. That was favorite the other one for worth. me. Worst favorite, least favorite. Yours was great. I didn't. That kind of coincided with uh, my exit from yeah, local television the next did. day. So I, I did totally wipe the pink uh, boots on television. You did it from yeah. my mind. Yeah, forgot you did that. <laughs> yeah, well, I do it so frequently. You know. Oh well, I man, that's just a normal Saturday night for David. Um, yeah, the pepper was entertaining. Other than was I big. had to talk more during that show. I, I would take the pepper again over the mustard. Ice cream, and it wasn't mustard ice cream. It was basically fish oil and caper ice cream that he cheated the the recipe on. If he would have gone by the recipe for mustard ice cream, I could have handled it. See, I wasn't here for that, so I don't know yeah. what. No, Clint. If, if it was straight mustard ice cream, then that's not a punishment you would for love me. That. Yeah, it's not a punishment. No, but he like altered the recipe when he made this and put fish oil and capers in there, and it was atrocious. Yeah, that's awful. Awful. So that was the worst I've ever done. I was yakking on that one. Uh, are the Big 12 refs swallowing their whistles more this season? It seems like I've heard them letting them play more this year than I remember in the past. And there's a second one that says, what's up with the refs calling blocks but refusing to call charges on drives to the basket? 
Well, I, my understanding is they were they were cutting back on charges. That was the this memo year. before yeah. the year. Yeah. So if he, you ask Snead on that, and you can ask him come coming up. Maybe he's not here today. Yeah. But um, it's they they were we were told before the season that the charges would diminish by ninety percent, and I feel like it has gone that that far down. I mean, yeah, you don't see, you don't see him at all. Uh, I've seen uh, in the Big Twelve games I watched last weekend. I think I saw one out of several games called and. The there was one play in particular down the paint against Kansas State. Who was it that took it on the chest? Pop. Yeah, Pop Isaac stepped in front and last year, easy, mm-hmm. easy charge call. But there's a tiny move of the left foot. I mean, it feels like it's back in, clearly back to the old days where you have to be planted mm-hmm. for two seconds before a guy runs through your chest. They'll call the push off charges, but they're not calling the, the classic block charge call anymore. Which, I think I'm fine with us. Maybe we can meet in the middle. It was it was a yeah, little was, ridiculous. Yeah, I mean it was beyond ridiculous every single time. Agreed. Yeah, and I'm a guy that lived off of that in high school, <laughs> taking yeah. the charge because I'm a small guy that I tell you defended, but it went overboard. Now, uh, yeah, I think ninety percent down. That was too. That was a bit of an overcorrection. There, and I think they need to find some middle. As far as the other one swallow, it did seem like they swallowed their whistles for the most part. In that, there was plenty of. Uh, yeah, that was. I mean, there was some assault going on where it was too much. There's, yeah. a, I get. Hey, we're the Big Twelve. We're tougher than you, and uh, but there's there's a line that you get across and start causing fights if you're not careful. Uh, bench warmers out of. Collier, Woodman, Jamie, Clint, and Dr. Mike G. Who's riding the mechanical bull longer at Texas Live? <laughs> I'm the only one that's probably dumb enough to get on it. Uh, no, I would get on it. Would you? Yeah. Yeah, I would do that. Are um, you going to be there that first weekend for baseball season? I will be, but I really don't want to. Come wanna, on! I really don't want to get hurt. If, yes, uh, please. No, I've, I've, got, uh, I've got softball games to watch that weekend. I'm okay. going to be there for softball. Oh, yeah. Not for baseball. You're going to be in the... I would be in so. the area, yes. Um, Let's do it. I'll do it if you do it. Looking at the rest of this list here <laughs> as we move on. Shelly from this. said for sure Gus. I'm going, I'm, I would probably go Gus other than uh, the funny thing is I don't know how old Gus is. I know he's coming up on a birthday. <clears throat> I feel like Gus is the answer only if he's had a few drinks. I, yeah. Gus strikes me, no experience here, but Gus strikes me as a person after he's had a few drinks he can walk straighter than he did before. Like he seems like one of those guys that I think that his balance is even better after he's had drinks. I think you have the uh, benefit of being uh, not heavy, but like it seems like you have a mm. low center of low. Gravity. There we go. And I have a low center of gravity, just not as much <laughs> of a low center of gravity as you. Um, Clint would be a wild card in this because he could just stand there and the bull would be underneath him and he would have his feet on the ground. Yeah. That would be his uh, only possibility of winning this because I could see him fly. Jamie Lent would be last. Yeah. By a mile mm. on this list. By, yeah. I wouldn't even be close. No, he's quitting before he gets on. Yeah. Uh, bench warmers, what's your favorite thing, least favorite thing about hacks? <laughs> well, you're his co-host, so you got to be honest yeah. with me. No, no, I know what you were as co-host much longer, so oh. you probably have more to choose from than than me. Uh, so I'll let you go ahead and answer that one because I'll be sitting with him tomorrow. Um, 
I'll plead the fifth. Oh, very smart on both of us. Bench warmers start bench cut as pets. Boa tarantula talking parrot. Hmm. Ooh. Yikes. The tarantula has the least upkeep by far. So I'm probably going with that. Plus, I mean, you don't really ever, ever have to hold it. if you. It can just stay in the terrarium. I think that's right. But I don't mind holding a tarantula either. So... Tarantulas start. The talking parrot I would enjoy having, um, but it would get annoying at, at times. And then, yeah, cut the boa. I don't uh, like not like snakes, but the upkeep on that. Yeah, that's uh, I'm upkeep, my, and I just don't want it there. I'm going to go uh, talking parrot, tarantula, and get rid of the boa. Uh, can the Texans and Chiefs win? The Chiefs definitely can win. Yes and yes. Yes and yes. Chiefs more likely. One hundred. I agree with you one hundred percent. But there is something to Lamar Jackson in the postseason. He's still got some prove it to time. figure. Yeah, yeah. So he, if he, he, he's still got to prove that he can do it in the postseason because he was phenomenal this year. But hey, the Texans, the way they played last week, they, they'd have a chance if they can repeat. Have a chance in Baltimore. That's it for us. Collier, thanks for putting up yeah. with me. Thanks for having me. He'll be back. Or having you. <laughs> having me. He'll be back uh, <laughs> tomorrow. I'll be back on the bottom line tomorrow. It's the end of the bench on 100.7 score. This has been the end of the bench podcast from 100.7 the score. Go to 107thescore.com for more from the Double T Sports Network.